Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you are in the right place in your life or in the right job. And I don't want you to take right the wrong way, but like, I really feel like if you're growing, which I think is a great place to be, Mm -hmm. that you're going to feel the intense cry response. Yes. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Questionably 
awesome, where we answer your Q&A. Questionably awesome. What does that title mean? We've That's what I've... I don't even think I asked you if it could be called that. So it's called that now. Questionably I love, I awesome. Love it. Because I really feel that a lot of people are going to question if it's awesome or not. And they're going to want to say yes. Yes, they are. They're going to say yes. <laughs> Please say yes. But someone else in their car might not think so. They might say no. Right. Which is That's fine. where it's questionable. And that's okay with me because my answer is it's awesome. Yay. So welcome back to another episode. I feel like we have some really good questions today that I'm super amped about. Like I feel like this is your burning question, listener. So if something's burning in your body right now, don't tell me where. Don't tell us. Might be acid reflux. Might be somewhere else. Heartburn. Yep. (laughs) Papa Tums and tune in. Papa Tums and tune in. (laughs) Not an ad. Not sponsored by Tums. (laughs) All right. So we're going to start off with our quotes for how we're feeling right now or just kind of where we're at. Or is this just a quote that you like or is this kind of where you're at right now? This is just a quote that I like. Okay. Tell me about it. Tell me your (laughs) quote first. Okay. It's a quote by Ruth Bader Ginsburg and there's a movie out with her right now. Well, not with her, about her, but it's really good. Okay. Um, and so I really like her and I'm reading a book about her. And Tell me who she is for everyone who doesn't know. Um, she's on Supreme Court and she just went through so, so many hurdles to get there. Mm. And she's this wonderful, wonderful woman. I can't even- Named Ruth. Yeah. When she Ruth was a baby, do you think they called her baby Ruth? Actually, her nickname was Kiki. I learned that in the movie. Oh, well, that's totally different than Baby Ruth. <laughs> that is completely different than but Baby Ruth. But now she loves that song by Drake, right? Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. She probably has she a probably video to that. I bet she does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look. Okay. But she says, you have to expect things of yourself before you can do them. Oh, my. Isn't that great? That is so good. Mm-hmm. That is the story of my life. Like I have to hold that expectation for myself and I have to be willing to let it okay to not hit that expectation several times. Exactly. Have you ever done this where you have this thing that you've been wanting to do, but like you kind of start it, maybe it's guitar for me, pick mm-hmm. it up seven times throughout the year and you put it back down. And then you're like, maybe that wasn't the year. And I think I've kind of talked about this before, but yes, it's like you have to have the grace to forgive yourself and come back to it again. Do you have anything like that? Oh, yeah. What is um, it? I took improv classes for three months. Yeah. And then I stopped taking them. And I really loved them. Yeah. But then I got scared. So you can always go back to things. What were you scared of? Just going to the next level. Mm, what was the next level? 301. What were you doing in that one? So the first one, tell me a little bit about of improv. Improv 101. Is that right? Was it 101? Yes. Okay. I did 101 and 201. Okay. And it's really fun. But it's just, you're really vulnerable up there because yeah. it's something new and there are people that you don't know in your class. It's just like with any new hobby, it gets kind of scary. So tell me an exercise that you do in 101 and 201. You're you blotchy right be, now, by Yes, the way. I am. <laughs> you get like a word or something and then you and your partner have to come up with a whole skit about it. Okay. Which okay. you did with us once, right? Yes. I think. I think so. They're really fun games. Fun. Everyone should, ch- should take a class because so- it's really fun. So it's like you being goofy, you having to just do stuff on the fly. Yes. Think on your feet and then you can kind of, if you get in your head about it, you're like, oh, why'd I say that? Yeah. And you can't, like there's no time for it because you're onto the next, like you have to do it again. Yes. So what is your biggest lesson from those classes? 
that you can keep going just to keep pushing through because Mm. something eventually will come from it. And even when you mess up, people are going to support you. Mm. So don't give up. Just relax. You think you'll go back? I think so. To 301? I would like to. I wonder what they'll make you do there. Like if they'll Mm. make you cry on command. They probably will. That would be awesome. Like I would love to see that. Except I do, I I would do it with you. I would feel too left out to even watch. I love stuff like that because it freaks me out. But I also know it's so much fun when you break through to the other side. Like it's almost like like a euphoria that you don't ever get to experience anywhere else in your life unless you're doing hard stuff. So, all right, guys, go find an improv class. Do it. All right. So my quote, I took two quotes because they're both about paradox. Because right before this, we were talking about like, because we always ask how to get our quotes. We're like, okay, where are we at right now? Like, yeah, where what, are we? What kind of quotes do we want to talk about today? Mm-hmm. And then we sit and we're like, where are we? Which is a really cool check-in because I'm like, I don't know where I am. I haven't really dropped into my physical self and asked myself, where am I at today? How am I feeling? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm feeling like a paradox today. I'm feeling like super happy and excited and the sun was out and now it's cloudy and now I feel yeah. a little tired and now I'm like, a little meh, which now that this is recording and we're sitting here talking, I feel great. Me too. So there you go. So again, I'm a paradox and I'm welcoming all of it and not thinking what I used to think. I mean, like, are you crazy? Like you are nuts. But to be human is to really experience, I believe, the entire roller coaster in a day's time. Yes. And that's me. You're a human. So, this is by Carl Rogers. Thanks, Carl. He says... The curious paradox is that when I accept myself as I am, then I can change. Carl. Carl. Carl was in a valley of lilies by a waterfall when he wrote that. He definitely was. Eating a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Listening to ACDC. He was living the dream. Because that's a paradox right there. Yes. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I love that one. And then there's one more. And this is by... John Grierson, hopefully I'm saying that right. No idea. The oblique paradox, I'm not really sure what that means. The oblique paradox of propaganda is that the lie in the throat becomes by repetition the truth in the heart. Now, I want to use this and say how basically it's saying like, if you say it enough times and see it enough times, it can become the truth for you in the media. Like it becomes the truth of what everyone believes. But I want to take this idea and be like, yes, they've been using this forever. You guys, that's how, that's how you can become who you want to become is I'm not saying lie about who you are, but you have to speak it into existence. Yes. So you have to say what you're doing. You have to set the date. You have to believe it. You have to speak as that person. So if you've started writing a book, even if you've written a sentence, you're an author. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the author world. So, and then it becomes the truth in your heart. So I want to take something that sounds very evil and turn it into something Beautiful. Nice. Very nice. So I guess that could be, that could go for negative things you say about yourself too. If you keep saying, oh, yeah. I'm this, I'm that, you're going to believe it. So it's, I'm it. so glad you just said that because that's exactly what this is. Like it's to a T what it is. And there's so many of us still, even who are listening, I know that just seems crazy, but there are so many there's of one us person. Still, there's one person who needs to hear that. And there, there's, so, there's so many things I still have to stop believing from my past. 
Oh my God, just happened. Just happened. Like, it's so easy for me to be like, do they have the right person? Because do they know who I am? Like, I am not this person that they think. And sometimes like we were just messing with my bio, like kind of tweaking it. And I'm like, this feels not right. Like it doesn't feel true, but it yeah, is, but, but it, it is true. Doesn't feel true. That's you, Lori. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like I could write mm-hmm. a bio about you and you'd be like, really? And yeah. you'd have to speak it so many times until you're like, I am Evans Craddock. I, I am a world changer. It. I do amazing things. I'm an event planner. I'm a podcast co-host. I'm a, can you... I am an improv professional. Totally. (laughs) That's not true. Well, you are. You're an improv 101 professional. Improv 101 (laughs) completed. (laughs) All right. So those are our quotes. We have a review. I feel like we need one of those boards that you press that like brings in another voice that's like, review. <laughs> and we also need a horn. Yes. All right. With a flag on it, like in King's times. Yes. Well, the king has arrived. Well, this might be a queen. I, I think it's a queen. It's a queen. I'm guessing. The review comes from That Cat Chick, and she says, Earn Your Happy is my absolute favorite podcast. It's the first self-development podcast I've ever listened to, and it's helped me more times than I can count. My favorite episode is 297. You'll never be enough for the people you're not enough for. Can't agree with that more. Keep them coming, and I can't wait for bliss. I love that cat lady. Cat chick. That cat chick. Yes. Okay. That cat chick. That I don't know her chick. first name, but we are going to find neither. out. I have a feeling. We're going to see her at bliss. Meow. Meow. Right? Meow. (laughs) We're going to see you, right? Meow. (laughs) So right meow, I want to talk about this review because she says a couple awesome things in there. Number one, that this is her favorite podcast. Number two, that she hasn't listened to any other podcasts, so she has nothing to compare it to. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So don't listen to any other ones so yet. keep it so that way, that cat chick. Stay number one, that cat chick. <laughs> don't change. Number three, I love that you're coming to Bliss. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, you have to leave your cats at home, but yeah, we want you there. Yes. Your cats I wonder how many fine. cats she has. I think she has two. I showed you a cat video this morning. You did. It was funny. It was great. It was hugging a dog's butt. You should post it on your Instagram. <laughs> it's really funny. Anyway, this cat just loves this dog's butt. It's real funny. All right. <laughs> it was very innocent, by yes. the way. Innocent butt hug. <laughs> Hashtag innocent butt hug. <laughs> Hi. I just love your butt. Do you mind if I hug it? Yeah. Don't do that, normal. though. Please don't do that. You did not hear that on this episode. You tell them that you heard that on a different podcast. Nope. Hey, do you want a question, Lori? I love that about you. So She's so good about that at team meetings as well. All right, let's get back on track. Okay, I would okay. love a question. This is, we're going to kick it off strong. Kick it. This is, comes from at Acadia Champagne. God, cats and champagne. Cats and champagne, this is the best day. Mm-hmm. She asks, how do you turn off the cry response and communicate in an intense situation? I'm obsessed with this question. Same. Number one, because of how she articulated exactly how I feel in intense situations, which I really believe that if you are 
in the right place in your life or in the right job. And I don't want you to take right the wrong way, but like, I really feel like if you're growing, which I think is a great place to be, mm-hmm. that you're going to feel the intense cry. What was it again? The response. cry response. The cry response. The, the cry CR. Response. Mm-hmm. The intense cry response. Yes. ICR. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> she saw me looking up. <laughs> ICR. Got I it. really want to keep this around, the ICR, because it is like so accurate. So great. Okay. So the intense cry response, I know exactly what you mean because there's been so many times when either I've been confronted with something or I have to ask for something or I have to say something that I don't like that's no longer working for me, Mm -hmm. especially to people that I love or people that I respect. Um, And I think that a lot of times this isn't, they're not even conversations that end something or create a boundary. They're like just speaking up in general. Oh my God, I have trouble just speaking up in general. I do it, but I get the intense cry response all the time. And sometimes I do cry. So here's the thing. How do you manage the intense cry response? Number one, it's accepting that you might cry and that's totally fine. Yes. And to acknowledge it, like be like when I'm in, you know, a confrontational situation or a highly emotional situation, this is how how it expresses sometimes, but keep going. Like try to keep going and just ask for a moment. It is way more normal than you think. Like honestly, we've done it oh, with yeah. each other. Like people cry all often, the time. All of the time. I've done it in every single job <laughs> I've been in. Um, there's a difference between like a full-on breakdown and not being able to like express yourself. And that's fine too. That might happen the first time. Right. And you might need to ask for space and say, I'm not ready to have this conversation yet. That's a sign that you're not ready to have the conversation yet. Yes. Um, and what's gonna happen though is that even if you kind of get a really intense cry response in the beginning, it's gonna, it's gonna go by. Like, doesn't it, what does it feel like for you when it happens? Is it like really intense and then it kind of like starts to deflate once you get the words out? Yes. Like that feeling in your throat and you're like, oh no. Yes. It's terrible. You just take a deep breath. Yep. Take a deep breath. Try to find the most comfortable way and place to have the conversation. Good idea. And I think also beginning with... I have something to ask you or talk to you about, and it's really, really hard for me. I might get really emotional, but I have to get this out. Yes. Can we have this time to talk? Like something like that. Like I might get really emotional. Again, it comes down to stating it. Does that help for you? I think so. But what do you do? What if you're in a crazy work scenario and you, it's something that's happening to you? Mm. You know what I mean? And your Mm -hmm. response is like, oh, this makes me so scared. I have to cry. So give me give me another example, like something happening to to you. Are we in a meeting or are like we you're like you're in a meeting mm-hmm. and you know it can be really stressful and your boss says something to you and your first response is you your feelings get hurt and you start to cry. Do you have any tools you would use for that? If I was in that situation, I mean, you're a human and that happens a lot too. Mm -hmm. When I worked in corporate America for a little while, that actually happened a lot um, with a lot of the people that I worked with because it was a brand new um, company and it was like a lot of people were in positions that maybe shouldn't be in positions and were using different... I mean, I I don't think that even matters. I think we're just all learning to communicate. So I would say... I, I think that the the mo- most of the crying and emotions comes from the fear of crying. 
So like literally it's like, yes, you're hurt, but then you add on top of it. Oh my God, they're going to think you're a baby. Oh my God, this is so bad. Oh my God, I'm crying in front of everyone and it can make it even worse. Oh yeah. So I think if you can kind of let go of that resistance and just be like, take a deep breath and let it come if it comes, because I'm telling you emotions when felt, they're not going to stick around long. So if you, if you get the luxury of being able to excuse yourself, do that. Like you have every right in a situation like that to just say, I need to excuse myself. I'll be right back. Yes. Like you don't have to stay in the room. No, you can go collect yourself. Go collect yourself and come back. Mm -hmm. Um, If there's a conversation that needs to be had and you know it's just going to be so insanely intense, whether it's with a boss or a loved one, I always say like, even though this may not be super acceptable, if you know you're not going to get it out right or you know you're going to be an absolute mess and it's not going to come across well or be understood or taken seriously, Mm -hmm. then I say either write it out on paper first or in a letter or in an email. Now, some people say that that's not very professional to like write something like either quitting or saying what you need. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is always say, um, and I've had people write me this and, and I was totally great with it. I would never, ever normally want to do this over a letter or email, but because I'm so emotional around it, meaning I have so many, like I have so much um, deep care for what I do or deep care for you that I want to make sure I articulate myself well and we mm-hmm. can have a conversation right after this. So prep them, prep them. And once you know, they have the information, I mean, you're going to feel like you, as soon as you send this email, you're going to get diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to feel so loose. I mean, your, your bowels will not, you will have no control down there. But then when they get back to you, they get back to you. You're going to feel so much better. Like you're going to have the conversation. I did not think you were going to say diarrhea. Yeah. Well, I'm just being real. Like I'm getting prepared for real life. Yeah. And what actually happens. Cause you're going to be like, why did I send that? This is the worst, but here's the thing. Send it, get it out there. The conversation is coming. It's a guaranteed, it's guaranteed that it's coming, but here's what else is guaranteed is that you don't have to live with that resentful feeling or that fear or that feeling of not being seen or heard or not having what you need or not quitting a job that you don't love or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever that thing is. It's like, it's never as bad as you think. So send the email or write the letter, or you could even write it down and sit with them in the room while they read the paragraph. I know that might seem really weird, but if that's what works best, just do what works. Like these are all things that I've done. Yeah. I'm like, I love you. I care for you. I can't get all of my thoughts together. And I tend to overreact or say something I don't want to say if I don't have all my emotions, like if, if if, if I don't have all the points written out. Good so, idea. Right. Like I'm a better writer yeah. at first than I am speaker. So articulate what you want and what you need. I like that. I think we covered all the bases. I think so too. Okay. Great answer. You ready Thanks, for another Evans. one? <laughs> You're welcome. I'm ready. Okay. This is from at Trisha Life Design. Her first, what a great last name. Yeah. Just kidding. Life Design. <laughs> Her first part of the question is, were you ever upset at the universe and how did you overcome it? angry right now. Just kidding. I have a, I have an actual globe sitting next to me that I'm beating with a baseball bat. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Oh, let's see. I, 
I'm trying to think if I've actually been mad at the universe because I think this, I think this question is, I think this is being asked as like, have you ever been, you know, upset with, have you ever been upset with like God or your creator or the universe for not delivering what you want or for not going the right way or for Mm -hmm. delivering you like a total shit sandwich? Yeah, it happens. Oh God, it happens. And I'm like, I did not order this Schlotzky's. Right, (laughs) you did not. No, and they're like, yeah, you did. Lesson of the day. Diarrhea. Yeah, (laughs) I was about to sing the song. You all know it. You can finish it. Um, (laughs) Okay, so I, I know that I have. But I also, for the for quite a while now, have had the belief that I'm always getting an answer. And that answer mm. is yes, no, or not right now. There you go. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, you're always getting an answer. Yeah. So even when you think you're not getting an answer, like when I was, you know, like basically banging my head against the wall over like, am I going to be a New York Times bestseller? And then it was like, no. And I was like, that's an answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the answer. And I was like, oh, like that's not the one I wanted. But Mm -hmm. clearly it's because it's either meant for later. It's not meant at all because maybe I would have defined myself by that and then felt like, who knows? Like I had to keep going. Maybe it wouldn't have been enough. Maybe... Maybe it wasn't the right time for the book. Maybe it would have brought a lot of, you know, unwanted publicity around something. Who even knows? Like, who knows? Like, I've literally thought of everything, why it could be a great thing. And I've come up with, and here's the other thing. I have a belief that we are all meaning-making machines and story-building like robots. So I'm going to build a story to justify wherever I'm at. And I'm going to make it be the best story that I possibly can for wherever I'm at, as long as I'm making sure I'm not fooling myself and I am, yes, growing and obviously like trying to take care of myself and make sure that I'm doing things the highest good. La, 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 blah, 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 whatever. Fill in the blank with your favorite word. I like to give them the flexible freedom to play along with us. That's like Mad Libs. Yeah. You guys fill it in now. What's your favorite? That's a good That's one, Mary. Good. <laughs> Susan. Sherry. <laughs> Those are the three listeners. Wanda. Four. <laughs> oh, wait. There's another part to this question. Okay. Uh, when you first started this journey, were you expecting to be where you are today? Um, no, I was expecting to be way further. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I, and that's just the honest truth. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think honestly that's the honest when I when I truly started this journey when I was like mm-hmm. I want to be in the fitness world and the fitness celebrity and I want to be a Jillian Michaels and then I was like I want to be an Oprah and I want to have a platform like this and that and now I'm 38 and I thought I'd be there by now and I'm like wow actually that's pretty young and some people get it when they're 25 and some people get it when they're 50 and some people decide it wasn't for them. So I'm right. I'm kind of in this crazy place of I don't think that that was m- like way what my projection was, was not meant for me yet because I had a lot of lessons I was meant to learn along the way. And a lot of that lesson was to be happy with or without the thing. And I'm still learning that. Ooh, that's good stuff. So I don't know if it'll ever be delivered because I don't know if I'll ever learn that. So, because I'm always going back and forth with like, 
oh, you're so happy. You're just happy being. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not. So there you go. That's just part it's of the honest life. truth. It's just the honest truth. Well, um, thank you for sharing the truth. You're welcome, Wanda. <laughs> Susan, <laughs> we have another one. Okay, let's do it. Okay. It's from at God is on, God is the only original artist. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and they ask, what is your biggest or most challenging overall goal for 2019? That's a hard question. Any other year I could have answered this. <laughs> like any other year. Because this is the first year that I don't have like a crazy goal. <gasps> Maybe that's your answer. I think it might be. That's the biggest challenge for you. Yeah. It's very challenging. I would like a goal. And and really, I do have goals like around the podcast. So um, my biggest goal would really to be to get my podcast literally in like the top of the top charts. Yes. So that's my biggest goal. But I think that's an awesome goal. I love that goal. Yeah. Because that means more people will hear this. from Wanda. <laughs> You know, well, I I also think that we are so focused on the end goal. Yeah. But every book you read, every single speaker you hear, all the good stuff comes from getting there. It is. And it's right now. So really, it's literally right now. Like the whole purpose of everything I do is to enjoy the right now. And I can honestly say I am. Well, that's good. That's all there is to it. That's all there is. Yeah. I mean, like we could walk out of here and that could be just... You know, done. Yeah, that was morbid. Have you seen? Have you seen? Um, did we talk about Bird Box? No, I didn't. I did not watch that. I'm gonna pass on it. That's the movie with Sandra Bullock on Netflix, right? Yep. Blindfolds. I'm too scared. Are you gonna watch it ever? I don't think so. Okay. I well, you know me. I hate scary movies. Yeah, I'm really surprised that you watched it. <sighs> Chris wanted to see it. And I was like, at any point, can I have the permission to turn it off? He's like, that's fine. But it's a weird scary. It's like a thriller scary. And I also was like, yeah. but I was anxious the whole time. Like, if you're anxious anyway, like, it just put that, it cranked her up. Like, I could not, my solar plexus was like, you know, that one face, that one art piece with the hands on the face. Yes. And the face is like, ah, that like, was that you. was me, the whole, my solar, ple- <laughs> that was tattooed on my solar plexus the entire time. I felt anxious during the entire movie, Meet the Parents, and I feel like that's as much as I need. <laughs> that movie makes you so anxious. It really does. In fact, there are times when I watch movies like that and I'm like, I can't take another problem that's going to happen in this no. person. I'm like, at this point, flee the country. Yeah. I'm always like, you can't. You're just now a magnet. Right. It's just too much. <laughs> Those are too much. Like, I love that. I like some I love meets parents is good, but some are just way too much. I'm like, no, I can't handle more disasters. problems for this person. Yeah. Yeah. I want to help solve them by removing them from the situation, but yeah. they just keep coming back for more. Well, see, those movies are just another example of how the journey is where it really is. Yeah. And that is truly the journey of life too. Like if you keep coming back for more pain and stepping in front of the bus, you need to move out of that situation. Yes, you do. That's a real thing. Like people do that daily. I don't think that's a good idea. They're like, why do I feel tormented and hate my life and hate my circle of friends and don't like my family? Now, some of it is because you need to change your attitude. Yes. You need an attitude change. A-C. A-C. Slater. A-C Slater change. All right, guys. So was that... (laughs) Was that our our last uh, question? That was the last question. All right, Evan. So let me see if I can think of a question for you. 
Um, okay. What? <laughs> okay. I think we're out of time. <laughs> Lori, I got to go. It's getting dark in here, which it is. Isn't it? So yeah, it weird. is weird. Can, can I tell you how many podcasts I've been on where it's like sunny and all of a sudden I'm sitting in a pitch black room and I'm sweating and I'm like, this has now become something very different than when I first started. Little pe- two people know what it's They have really no like. idea. I'm in the dark. I'm sweating, sweating profusely and I'm like, I got to get the light on. I got to pee and I need to cool myself off. You do a lot of things yeah. for this podcast. I really do. I mean, <laughs> it's sacrificial up in here. And we thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me think. I would like to know what is something that's been on your heart that you want to do this year? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Ooh, traveling? To where? (laughs) Uh, Well, we've been talking about traveling to Japan. Oh. I really want to. At first, I was scared, but then um, I don't know why I was scared. I was just like, I've never been there. I'm scared. I don't know the language. It's one of those places you don't know and you can't speak. Yeah, and I heard a lot of people don't speak English, right? Is that right? I'm not even sure. I'm not sure, but I, I've had some fears around it, it too, but I would love to. to go there as well. I feel like maybe it's because it's been on my radar. I've been seeing so much more of it or because so many Me people too. I know have been traveling there. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go there. So that's been on my heart. Yeah. That is amazing. I would love to go there. Who did I have on my podcast? Um, she talked about living in Japan. Ooh. Melissa. <gasps> did she love it? She loved it. That's what everyone says. She like got me so sold on some of the desserts too. Oh Oh. my gosh. And the people are lovely and everyone's so respectful and it's really quiet on the streets and everything. And so orderly. This is just what I've heard. Okay. Well, you know, what's funny. I was sitting behind someone in a, uh, in a coffee shop. We were actually on the street down at Primo. Yeah. And he was talking about how he's traveled to like everywhere. Cause I was totally eavesdropping. This is one of my favorite things to do. Love doing that. Um, <laughs> like what'd you do today? Eavesdropped all day. Yep. So he was talking about how, um, like he loves Australia and he loves all these other places, but he said the most amazing place that he's ever experienced in his whole life was Japan. And he said, mostly because of how lovely the people are, but secondly, yes. just how freaking stunning it is. That's what I've heard. So maybe Japan, we could do a Japan ad. Yes. And Japan will pay us to go over there. Yes. Like maybe the country will be like, we saw your ad or we heard your ad. Welcome. About Japan. We're sending Japan Am to pick you up. (laughs) There's the bus. I think we have the accent wrong. I think we have it right. (laughs) Here's the bus. Here's the bus, ladies. Hop in. (laughs) All right. So we're not going to look like tourists there at all. Nope. So that's great. And we're not going to sound like it either. Nope. And we're going to fit in. Yes. On Japan Am. Japan Am. That's the airline, right? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know what it is, but I'm getting on it. <laughs> all right. So you heard it here first. Japan She's getting on here Japan I Am. All right. So, <laughs> so you guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Questionably Awesome. And there's no question that today was awesome. It really was. Thank you. Signing off with Evans Craddock. Lori Harder. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you. Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up With Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight 
fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this and now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.